1: Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Care, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to Joliecare at gmail.com. My guest today is David Obachowski, the host of Jalopnik's excellent podcast, Tempest. Hi, David.
2: Hello, Jolie.
1: Welcome to the show.
2: Super excited to be here. I'm
1: very excited to have you. I have to tell you, I listened to the tour van episode of Tempest this morning, and it was so good, and it a little bit freaks me out. The, um, the swerving story freaks me out, and the story, I think it was your story about seeing the Mirage in Utah,
2: yeah, that was legitimately very frightening.
1: That was very, very cool. So, you guys, before we get into today's um, episode, which is going to be all about cars, of course, it's going to be a Jalopnik episode. Um, I wanted to tell you a little bit about Tempest. Tempest is Jalopnik's fir- first official podcast, right? Correct, correct. Uh, I think we got a cheers to that. We um. There it is. We we have we have beers because we're not driving. No, we're driving a podcast, but not driving a car, so we can, <laughs> <laughs> we can drink a beer while we record. Today. There you go. It's yeah. also excruciatingly hot here in New York, so it felt yes. like a good beer afternoon.
2: Scientifically speaking, this is the only way to cool down. That's what I think science says. That's true. Yeah, that
1: is science with a capital S says that. Yes, I'm positive of that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you guys, Tempest is a great podcast. It is um. It is about, it's a Jalabnik show, so it is about cars, but it's not really about cars. It's storytelling, right? Right. How would you describe it, David?
2: It's really just, um, I think that cars are one of the things that we all have in common. Like, we all eat, we all drink, like, we all breathe. And one of the other things that we all have in common is cars. And I don't mean that we all love cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we've all ridden in cars. Mm-hmm. Some of us own cars. Some of us lease cars. Some of us rent cars. Whatever. Some of us. Some of
1: us don't know how to drive cars. Some of us hate cars. Some of us are columnists at Jalopnik.com, a car website, <laughs> and they don't know how to drive. That would be me, you guys. The, uh, uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which makes for an excellent opportunity to get you behind the wheel of a car with a stick shift. Yes, of course.
1: And actually, uh, that I, I do want you to keep telling us about Tempest, yeah, no, but no. I'm going to interject a little bit and tell you. Uh, we're gonna we're in a little bit burn one of our coworkers today. Do it, Mike Balaban, the deputy editor. You guys, the deputy editor of Jalopnik, texted me in a panic this morning. He doesn't know how to wax a car. <laughs> I was like, I lit. I literally responded, Michael. Have you not ever seen karate Kid wax on wax off like any child of the 80s knows how to wax a car because we watched karate kid right um, so anyway the this this all leads into um, he and I I told him the, the basics of what to do and then I was like but like honestly there's nuance and like I'll come I I love cleaning car well I love cleaning right but my favorite cleaning task of them all and I don't say this lightly at all is washing a car I love washing cars It's just the most fun thing like you could
2: do really interior or exterior both
1: um exterior but like the yeah. but the interior is is it's not as fun but it's kind of more satisfying yeah um and we're gonna talk a lot about car interior cleaning today i think that's most of our questions about the interior i think actually all of them are yeah um so anyway so so balvan and i are gonna have we have we have a date um not this weekend but the next weekend and we are gonna wash and wax his car and have some good times, and then I'm going to make some content out of that.
2: Okay, before we go on, let's just stay with this for one moment here, (laughs) because I also am outraged by this text message that you got, that he doesn't know how to wax a car.
1: wax a car, and I totally, by the way, ratted him out to Patrick George. So here's the thing, David. You know Patrick and Balaban have been on this show before, as of Kristen and Raf, so like... They, you know, they, the the audience listening to this knows their personalities because the Jalopniks are very beloved by my listeners. Um, yeah, I ratted I ratted Ballad Band Good. right out to Patrick. I Good. was like, I was like, "There's a there's a Ballad Band emergency. I'm coming to the office." He's now like, what now? I was like, "Do you know that your deputy I don't know how to wax a car? <laughs> I don't even drive, and I know how to wax a car." I think
2: he needs to dock him. Talk him some I think pay. so.
1: Well, we did. You know what though? We did. Um, we got a we got approval to buy an expense an orbital buffer. So I'm really excited because I've never played with an orbital buffer before, and I love a power tool. Yeah. So I'm just excited. They're not expensive. They're like twenty or thirty bucks. Um, <laughs>
2: Let me say something in Balaban's defense.
1: Oh yes, please. As please. I think
2: probably uh, anyone who knows Balaban or is familiar with his writing knows, he has a Yugo. So, I don't know which car he was planning on waxing, but a word of warning, if you're planning on waxing it or even getting it wet, there's a good chance you're going to break the car.
1: Yeah. That is... So,
2: that could be why he's never waxed it. <laughs> it's, it's...
1: It did come out. It actually did come out. So, it's the Lexus. That oh, needs it's to the be, Lexus. The, the new Lexus that needs to be um, it needs to be waxed. And actually, Patrick asked that very thing when I was in the office. He was like, which car, the Yugo or the Lexus? And, and Palavan was like, oh, the Lexus. Like... The the Yugo d- doesn't deserve wax. And I was like, I feel like the Yugo actually might just like repel the like expel, <laughs> repel the wax. Like, right. no yeah, yeah. get this off of my my filthy shell.
2: Yeah, uh. <laughs> Hugo doesn't want to be waxed.
1: <laughs> no, it does not. No. no, it does not. Now let's get back a little bit okay. to Tempest because I sort of wonder why the Hugo wasn't um, a story within the the Tempest verse, or maybe it's season two. You'll
2: could be. My my focus really is telling these kind of really deep human interest stories. Each episode is a self-contained thing, as, as you know, and <laughs> um, you know uh, the car is just the jumping-off point. So. You know, that's why, as you said, it's, uh, it's about cars, but not really. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we're not overly focused on the car. It's more about, you know, the family story behind it, the tragedy behind it, the hilarious story behind it. Right. And so that's and what And there I'm have going been all after. of those things. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Thank I you. I mean, that's some of I'm the episodes for. are really funny. Some are, are really sad. And, and some are just weird and fucking spooky. <laughs> the first one, you guys, is weird and fucking spooky. You definitely led off with the right one to Thank set the you. tone for what the show was going to be. Um, I don't want to spoil anything because I, I really, really want you guys to, to go listen to Tempest. It is just I'm, so entertaining. Um, the other thing I like about it is a half an hour, which is exactly to me the right amount of time for stories. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the first one um, was I don't I don't know what I expected at all i i think i actually just went in i just i knew jalopnik was doing a podcast and that was all i knew i didn't know what it was going to be or what to expect at all um i knew it was gonna be good because it's jalopnik but um i listened to the first one and i was so so blown away and i'm not just saying that because you're sitting here i've told so many people about it um i was so blown away and it was one of those things and this is saying a lot for a podcast which tends to be kind of Fle- fleeting in and out of the mind. I was still thinking about it like three days later.
2: Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I, Thank I you.
1: really... I was like, wow. This is like... It was a real... It was also very evocative of uh, Della Reese touched by an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Without spoiling anything for you guys. Um,
2: well, I'm still thinking but... <laughs> about it 22 years later.
1: I, yeah. I can for sure see why. So you guys definitely... Go check out Tempest. Um, it is available on all of the places where you listen to podcasts. It is also now, I was actually just told, right before we started recording, it's available on ACAST. Wait, that seems um, like
2: uh, one of these. Yeah, we can cheers, cheers to get, ACAST, cheers. my
1: wonderful podcast network. Um, I really want you guys to go listen to it. It's it's just wonderful. A very charming and interesting show.
2: Thank you so much. I cannot tell you how much that means to me. I have been reading your stuff. I've been listening to you for so long. It's just like, this is crazy. I it's, <laughs> I, I feel very... I don't know. I'm it's just, this is an honor. I'm a I, little bit at a loss for words, which is a, a bad thing to be for a podcast.
1: Once we get into it, you'll, you you'll have more to say than, than you know what to do with. Uh, speaking of which, before we get into it, I want to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an ask a clean person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash ask a clean person. Um, all right, so you guys, obviously, this is a July episode. We're going to be talking about car stuff. Um, I actually, I literally just got a question when I walked into the studio that's kind of related to the first question I had planned. Um, so I think I'm going to, like, spring this one on you. Oh, boy. Um, and and have you, re- or actually, you know what, I'll, I'll do one better. I'm going to have you read the first question that I picked out from Charles. <laughs> okay, um, here we go. And then I'll read this one right after and then we'll basically talk about him.
2: Okay, all right. Charles writes, "Hello. I'm dealing with a with beating a car or odor right now. I acquired a good deal on a recent car purchase and everything was great until the next day when we realized the car smells bad, like a wet dog. I already used Osium. is that how you pronounce it, in yep. the AC in the AC, AC vents and left baking soda" on the carpets overnight. It helped, but only marginally. What's the next step?
1: <laughs> Alright. I, I have I have next steps for sure. Um this was uh the the question from Charles actually like came in maybe like a month or so ago. It was right after I did my last that I have to say like one of the great things about writing Ask the Clean Person on Jalob and I'm delinquent. I missed a month. It's a it's a once a month call, but I literally missed a month. I was like, Patrick, I'm sorry, I missed a month. I was in my in in my defense, I was um extremely unexpectedly busy for stuff for the New York Times. So uh, yeah, I was just like, sorry, boss. Um but I'm going to make it up to you guys. But one of the great things about writing this column for Jalopnik is that the readers are so engaged and they are genuinely oh, yeah. like not out to troll. Like they are really happy to be on Jalopnik. They're happy to be part of a community. Like, yeah. So the comments I get are amazing. They're always incredibly funny. They're really helpful. Um, and I get like a huge amount of questions and as soon as a column goes up, my inbox is like flooded with questions. So I've, right. I have great questions to answer, um, which makes the job fun because you, you want great questions. Um, speaking of which, here's the question that just literally came in from Carol. Um, so the subject line is bullet, not so proof coffee. So Carol writes, uh, so I actually found your article on the butter car explosion, because guess what happened? I've been drinking bulletproof coffee, which is regular Joe plus a tablespoon each of coconut oil, butter, and heavy cream. One day on my way to work, my travel mug wasn't screwed on as well as I thought it was, and the rest is all nightmares. I soaked up as much as I could, and have been using different cleaners combined with a portable spot and stain cleaner, but the... This- but, sorry, but summer weather is here, and so is the lingering smell of rancid butter. There isn't much staining, and what there is I don't care about, but I'm in great need of something to dissolve this devil's concoction enough to banish the odor. Please help. All right, Carol, so I have help for you, um, and I have help for Charles, and here's what it is. Okay, so first of all, Carol, take a page out of Charles's book and try the osium. Because osium is, like, a legit, really, really, really good odor neutralizer. It's the stuff you guys have heard me talk about on the show before because it's the stuff that stoners use to get the smell of weed out of their, you know, dorm room, basement, car, tour van, you know. Um, it's really, really good stuff. I, I have to say um, I'm kind of shocked that it didn't work for Charles, but also I'm not because I think I can, from there, extrapolate what the... Bigger problem is going on here.
2: I have a theory too. Oh, about, good about Charles, not good. about Carol. Right, because
1: I just sprung Carol on you.
2: Yes, but I i do. I have a theory on, about Charles. Good. Okay.
1: I'm excited to hear it. And I okay. wonder if it's going to be the same theory yes. as my theory. We have not talked about this, you guys. This not, is not at all. Um, okay, so let, let's let's talk about the the Charles thing. um So if Ozium didn't do it, which I do think is actually going to help the Carol problem, and, I, and Carol, I want you to try that first. And then if that doesn't help you do the things that I'm telling Charles to do. So the OZM didn't, didn't do it. You've got a deeper problem. It's I don't think it's unsolvable. And I don't. I hope it's not the thing that I suspected maybe that I think David might be also suspecting.
2: We are going into car talk I, territory yeah. here. We're, we're... <laughs> so
1: actually, you know, it's funny that you say that because I always say, you know, I grew up in Boston. Yeah. Um, and so I grew up listening to car talk. Yeah. And I always say that the, the tone of Ask a Clean Person, both the show and the columns, um, is totally informed by being raised on a diet of this old house, Julia Child, and car talk. Oh, yeah. That, like, that is what is at. That's, at, that's like, at the core of Ask a Clean Person is you understand those three things and that that was what my little tiny weird brain was absorbing as a child, you'll completely understand my approach to my work.
2: I tell people that your podcast is like some mix between, it's like all about cleaning with a car talk, a mix between car talk and savage love. Where
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thank you. That's a huge compliment yeah. too.
2: <laughs> okay, sorry, go on. Okay.
1: Um, okay, so the the first thing is, the first thing that I think you got to do is you have to move away from spray. Osium is a spray. Um, and I think you have to move away from, like, the aerosol spray-type odor eliminator, the airborne odor eliminator, and use something that is a bit of a, a more long-term odor eliminator that will actually absorb odors out of the air. Um, something like the Bad Air Sponge, one of my my old faves, Um, Active charcoal You guys hear me talk about that all the time You can buy active charcoal in bricks You can also buy it just like loose In um, pet supply stores in the section Where they sell stuff for aquariums Because active charcoal is often used in aquariums Um, The other thing you can do Is that Ozium does make canister style Odor eliminators in addition to their sprays. So you could get an Ozium canister And just stick it You know under the seat And just like leave it there And let it do its thing I think, though, that's only going to kind of scratch the surface because I think actually what really is probably happening is that the smell is coming from the upholstery. I think your seats and maybe your rugs may have the smell embedded in them. In which case, what you're going to have to do, like, okay, look, baking soda is lovely. I I, I don't think sprinkling it on the floor mats and praying is going to do a whole lot for an odor that osium couldn't touch. So forget the baking soda. Uh, you're going to have to take the mats out and actually wash them. T- taking mats out and washing them is literally a, a hose and dish soap operation. So like you you shouldn't use dish soap to wash the exterior of your car. But for the interior, actually dish soap is great. Yeah. Um, And given that we've got a smell sitch going on here, I do think using Dr. Bronner's is going to be the smart way to go, because we know that the Castile soap formula is particularly great at odor elimination. So I would say take take out the, the mats and give them a good scrubbing, washing with Dr. Bronner's. It's a, basically, what you want is a you want a hose, you want a scrub brush, and you want soap, and that's how you wash them. Um, if they're carpeted mats, dry them in the sun. If they're rubber mats, dry them in the shape. Um, the sun can cause like the rubber mats to kind of crack and right, get right. dried out. And you don't want that. Um, so that's like, that's also just your, your basic car car mat washing instructions. Um, then for the upholstery, I do think you're going to have to go ahead and use an upholstery cleaning machine. You can use like a resolve or something like that, but for doing an entire car, it's going to take you so, so long. You really owe it to yourself. And frankly, the The upholstery cleaning machine is going to do a much, much better job of pulling out whatever is causing this wet dog smell. There probably was a wet dog in the car. It probably literally is wet dog. Um, so here are your basic options for these. You can rent a rug doctor, at and their, there's
2: there's so much cheaper than you
1: think. They're so it's thirty dollars. It's crazy cheap, and you get it for twenty four hours, right? Or Twelve or twenty four hours. What well, I think it's twenty four hours. Yes. Um, you could go. Hog wild with the rug doctor, you guys. Think you about, have it
2: for a whole day. You have it for
1: a whole day. Right. Um, I think renting the rug doctor, you rent them at literally every you no know, no one notices it until you notice it. And then when you notice it, you never unnotice it. Every single grocery store in America <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: offers rug doctor rentals. My I go to the world's smallest, crummiest grocery store in the East Village of Manhattan. They have rug doctor rentals. Like yep. every grocery store does Grocery stores, hardware stores, home improvement stores, big box stores like Lowe's. There's no excuse.
2: You can find a rug doctor, and you have
1: a car, so you can drive.
2: Right in your wet dog car. Your wet dog
1: car. Right. The windows open. Yeah. Your head hanging out like a wet dog. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Um, The other thing is, you can buy one. Um, The wire cutter has recommendations for the portable ones. Um, They will. Their recommendation is the. um, It's in my notes. Sorry. Hang on one second. Uh, the Bissell spot clean pro that's 130 bucks. Um, hmm. so yeah, it's a hundred bucks more than the rental, but then you got it. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to talk a lot more about upholstery cleaning machines and why I think you should have one. If you own a car, uh, when we get into our next questions. Um, but generally speaking, those machines will run you in the like 70 to $150 range. Um, definitely if you need a recommendation, go to the wire cutter, check them out. Cause they're, they're amazing what they do. Um, Okay. That is what I think you should do. I think that is about 75% chance that that's going to solve the problem. If it doesn't, I suspect that David and I are on the same page and what we think is actually really going on. David, I'm going to have you tell me first what you think.
2: Oh, and I, I hope we are on the same page because so our knowing glances right now say that we are. There's something with the car. There is a leak somewhere. The car is getting moisture into it, which is creating a problem that y- even if you solve it, quote unquote, it's coming back. Right. So we're not addressing the root cause. Mm-hmm. There could be a uh, a hose that's leaking or something. It could be just condensation from, uh, you know, the, the heating or cooling system. Mm-hmm. There's something where, uh, or it could be a seal around the window. Anything like that, a little bit of, of moisture getting in there, you're going to get that. Mm-hmm. And so when I read this and I was like, man, these are like, these are the big guns, so to speak. I mean, this is a, a solid effort. I can tell
1: you listen to this show regularly because you described osium as the big guns. Yeah. And that's exactly what and say I say when I'm I, like, you got to bring out the big
2: guns. Yeah, exactly. That's, there's no baking soda. This is a solid effort to rid the car of the smell. So I think there's something else going on there. And I don't know if there's condensation coming back into the car. If you've got a seal around the window or something, that's my theory. Mm-hmm that's
1: where it's, I'm at. It's pretty close to mine, but mine was darker. <laughs> <laughs> I think there might be something dead in the car.
2: Okay. That's interesting. Cause I've been in that situation. It's not generally a wet, it's dog, not smell. wet dog
1: smell. And that's the, that was the reason that I was kind of like, mm. I do, I do think ultimately we're on the same page and that we agree that if, if you do all this stuff and it doesn't touch the smell, there is a bigger problem with the car itself. It's not like, it's not that the seats smell like dog. It's that there's something with it, with the car's inner workings. Right. Um, and I'm just, I'm just like m- macabre enough that I went to dead thing. But I think you're, first of all, you know more about cars than I do.
2: Nah, it's uh, I mean,
1: I, <laughs> but more. Um, and I think you're right. The, the, the description of the odor suggests that it's a moisture problem. Um, so yeah, it probably is something leaking and you're just going to have to take it in and have it.
2: Yeah, you know, and a, and by the way, to listeners who, in other car odor things, if you're detecting a tasty, almost pleasant maple syrup-like <laughs> scent in your car, that actually usually...
1: Those are pancake and syrup peeps.
2: Right. <laughs> that actually is usually coolant that's leaking and burning.
1: Oh, interesting. Uh,
2: usually, it's it's that, or it's it, it can be some other kind of fluid, but generally okay. speaking, I believe it's coolant. That causes that and coolant by the way, same thing that um, you know dogs famously like to lap up and then poison themselves with oh, because no! it's really sweet. It's a really oh. apparently it's a it's like a sweet flavor, um, and I, I don't know if that has something to do with it. But if you do notice that, and now that I say it, I bet you will go, yeah. You know what I have noticed that in cars before. That actually can be a problem caused with just a small coolant leak, which is nothing. Okay. Nothing, you know. Like catastrophic or anything, right? But uh something to keep in mind.
1: That's that's amazing. Great, good tip. All right, if you guys smell maple syrup, don't let your dogs anywhere near the car.
2: Get pancakes and then get your then <laughs>
1: pour some coolant
2: and on then, it. Yeah, then get your uh, car checked out.
1: <laughs> I love it. All right, this is uh this is a good time for us to take a quick break. David and I will be right back with more about your car cleaning questions. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by David Obachowski, the host of Jalopnik's Tempest podcast. Hello! Fantastic, great podcast. Everyone, Thank please you. listen to it. Um, I, I'm probably saying this because I love it, but also because like I want I want you guys to get to do a lot more podcasts. I, yeah, me I, too. Yeah, like
2: this, I just this might be a good time to mention actually. So, um, May seventh. Tuesday, I think, is May 7th?
1: Okay, yep, yes.
2: Okay, is. that is when the season finale of Tempest Ooh. airs. And, you know, let's finish strong. I mean, check out the whole season. It's, uh, you know, I don't want to give too much away. It's okay. definitely uh, a, more of a heart-wrenching one. Okay. But, um, you know, there's there's some laughs in it, too.
1: Man, the one about the tar truck. <sighs> <laughs> I was like, wow, I feel very down right now. <laughs> It was a, I mean, it was a beautiful story and it was, I mean, and at, all of the people you talked to were, you know, even though they had endured a tragedy, they were, they were happy and upbeat and had a positive outlook on life. And, you know, it was a very, it was like a show full of love, but yeah, it was a yeah. lot that was like, oh, yeah. Wow, man.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the car is a symbol in a lot of these things for something, you know, some sort of basic joy and happiness, yeah. you know, where, so yeah. Anyways.
1: Yeah. Great, 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 great show. Thank you. Love, I've like just enjoyed it so, so much. Um, all right. So we have some more um, le- less joyful car stories to share. <laughs> <laughs> people don't often come to me when they're feeling particularly joyful. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really thought about that. But like People come to me when things That's a have good gone point. terribly wrong in their lives. And I,
2: um, I, I must say, because I'm a longtime reader, I've seen people... I think have written you at three o'clock in the morning in like dire situations. Yep. You're like, Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I mean, you are, you are <laughs> the wolf, Harvey Keitel and Pulp Fiction. You are the fixer. <laughs> I am. Of, I mean,
1: the greatest guys, actually the greatest compliment I've ever been paid. was my, uh, my cousin's husband watched me, Sa- save the day on things. I won't. I won't go into what happened because it's a family story. You, know, you can't. Mm-hmm. Can't air the dirty laundry, so to speak. Um, <clears throat> but he watched me save the day on a Thanksgiving, and he just looked at me. And he was like, "My God, you're like the wolf from Pulp Fiction." I was like, Vinay, that is the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me in my life." <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I'm a fixer. I mean, and I'm a fixer. <laughs> you know, cl- cleaning is kind of my my jam, obviously professionally, but like, I'm a fixer in all kinds of other. Other ways um, I do I do try really hard not to fix to be, get into my fixerism unless people have asked me to because there's like a line between fixerism and like metallurism sure yeah
2: you can see something go, I can fix that but then you have to yeah. say I can't I but should've. like
1: or not not even that but just like not everyone wants someone to fix everything for them right and sometimes it's really annoying to have so i that's, that's true it's a, it's a good thing about this job is that it lets me channel my more annoying traits <laughs> so that hopefully i'm not like doing them in my in my personal life um alrighty, so we've got um we've the next two questions are they're similar um one is like not that big a deal one just sucks man <laughs> like, um but you know i love disaster stories so here i'm gonna have you read the first question from nate from nate yes
2: nate asks well you asked for it i have an odyssey with <laughs> upholstery on the armrests particularly on the driver's side this is let's say not the original color anymore <laughs> any tips that don't involve hours of scrubbing yes okay. okay i'm particularly excited about this because i am very familiar with the odyssey this yes. was the tour vehicle you just listened to the episode i
1: picked this question before i listened to the van episode and when i heard you talk about the odyssey i was like wait a minute yeah
2: <laughs> i i almost i yeah so this was just this is really this is awesome
1: i also want to say one thing i because you know i don't think spoils the van episode i feel like isn't you can't really spoil that because no. the joy is just in the storytelling yeah. of all this like what happens when a band goes on tour in a van yeah um but um i loved the van names <laughs> like yeah. that was a really nice little detail that yeah. was in there that made the episode even more fun than it already My was. My favorite
2: one the Nostromo. <laughs> yeah, I, <'cause>, yeah. <laughs> I think really, that's They were really, really good. They yeah. were really
1: funny. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. The, because it's just an armrest, there is something that it's. I mean, I don't know that you could scrub an armrest for hours. Anyway, it's an armrest. I mean, I guess you could, but like, it's not that much real estate. Um. Okay, so when, the, when we were answering the question about the wet dog, I talked about the upholstery cleaner. So here's the thing. Using a machine is really going to be your best option. Absolutely going to be the best option. It's going to be the fastest. It's going to get it the cleanest. It's Literally, it's like an armrest is probably going to take you two minutes using an upholstery cleaning machine. Um, and if you're going to go rent one, just do the whole car. I mean, knock yourself out. The other thing that's so great about using the upholstery cleaning machines is that because of their nature where they, they force cleaning solution into upholstery and then suck it back out um, and deposit it into a tank, you then have to dump the tank out, which means you have dirty wash water that you can take a photo or a video of and you can tweet it at me for Wash Water Wednesday. Um, so, you know, just an added bonus of, of using the machine. Yes. Um, wash Water Wednesday is like the best and weirdest thing I do, I swear. <laughs> it, it is like
2: strangely captivating though.
1: It really is like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I keep, I was talking about this when we did the, um, the last episode with asking manager, I was saying that like, no one has like written a trend piece about me and how I like write about cleaning for men and all of this stuff. But really, when I didn't, this is the part I didn't say really the trend piece that I want someone to write is about wash water Wednesday. Yeah. Like I just, it's so weird. Um, So anyway, so the machine is going to be the best option. But also, look, let's level. This is just an armrest. And, like, you might not want to go to all the trouble of renting a machine. You might not want to buy a machine. You might not even want to use it if you already have one. Um, Resolve upholstery cleaner. The stuff that comes in the can. Get the stuff in the can that's the foaming kind. I I find that works better than the spray, trigger spray kind, for whatever reason. Um, We actually, when I was in the office today to to deal with Balaban and his lack of knowledge about waxing a car literally wax on wax off like on Balaban! band i I just couldn't even believe it of all the questions i was like you're gonna ask me how to paint the fence later too like what
2: yeah
1: (laughs) um we got this um there was a big box of products part of the reason that i went into the office today was because i had gotten this big box of products from turtle wax that was waiting for me and i thought that there would be wax in there for Valavant. So I was like I'll come up, I'll get the package, we'll open it up and see what's in And there there was there were some wax products in there but they were like combo cleaner and wax like and I don't know, Kristen and I felt a little skeptical because we were like these feel like shampoo and conditioner in one yeah. product and like we don't really know if we trust them. Right. Um but in any event, um I was up there and one of the products that they had um included was um, a carpet and upholstery cleaner, you know, for cars, I you can use it for anything. Actually, I did use it in the office on their couch. Their couch had a stain on it, um, and it was pretty good. So it was a fo- it was it comes in a can. It's a foaming cleaner. You shake it up, you spray it on, and then the can itself had a brush attached to the top that you just like scrubbed the cleaner in, um, and then until it was kind of like gone. And then and it worked really well. The only thing was that I'll tell you. Um, the cleaner was good. It worked to take the stain right out. It was very fast. Um, it smelled quite nice. The only thing I'm going to ding it on that actually to me is a pretty big thing to ding it on is that the brush itself, because of the way that it was affixed to the cap, could only be used vertically. Mm. Otherwise it would like tip off the cap. So it just wasn't very well designed. Um, So anyway, but that Turtle Wax product is definitely an option or you can get the foaming resolve. And what you'll do is you'll use it in concert with an upholstery brush. There's a brand called Mothers that makes them. You can buy them on Amazon. They're like five bucks. You could also just use like you just like how I always talk about the laundry brush and how you don't need a a quote unquote real laundry brush like an old toothbrush or an old nail brush will do just fine. Probably nail brush just it will cover more surface area. Um, So, I mean, that's really all like. That's all you need. You could also actually do the same thing with diluted liquid laundry detergent. Um, Tide Ultra Stain Release, I'll tell you guys, is just like really, truly the best detergent for stain removal. Um, but any liquid laundry detergent, you just want to dilute it well. The one thing is like you don't want to, you just want to be sparing in your use of products because you are talking about upholstery. So if you're not using the extraction, which can suck liquid out, you don't want to saturate That's the upholstery. The- Otherwise, you're going to end up with wet dog. Exactly. And you're gonna be in Charles's situation, and you know then it's then the the tail is the head is eating the tail. Yes, and exactly. Everything's a mess, and I guess I have more work to do if everything is a mess. So that's good. Um. So yeah, that's that's really it. Like that's all you need to do. And
2: just a quick note here to say that the the armrest on the Odyssey is clutch. I am not a fan of armrests in cars, um, mm-hmm. but being having toured so many years in a Honda Odyssey which is crazy cuz we should have been in just a regular van not a minivan but <laughs> that armrest is really really it's a nice armrest um <laughs> it's going to get well worn yeah i i can see why that has suffered the most damage um so you know i think though there's also like i i could appreciate the uh, effort to clean it but also you know, it's a it's utilitarian thing here. Sure. You know, if it, if it, I don't know. I just want to say, I mean, I I think it should be cleaned. But even stained that armrest in the Odyssey <laughs> is one of the happiest memories that I have of that van.
1: That's so nice. Yeah. You know what I realized is that it's nowhere in the in the letter at all, in the email at all. Um, oh, And I also have to say the reason that he opened with you asked for it was because this was one of the emails I got. Like, within an hour of my last Jalopnik column going Because ah. I was like, you know, remember, like, send me your questions. I always want them, blah, blah, blah. So that's why they were like, you asked for it. You're yeah. getting it. I'm like, okay, I yes, of course I did. Um, it's literally called Ask a Clean Person. Um, I don't have a job if people don't ask me things. Um, is that I, in my mind's eye, picture the interior um, as being maroon. Oh,
2: no. I was, no? Well, I was picturing it as tan.
1: Because I was what yours was. Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's also going to show, although maroon can be pretty nasty with a stain. I would not want a stained maroon interior.
1: No. No.
2: Mm-mm. I mean,
1: maroon interiors are already yeah. kind of janky anyway. I yeah. love them for like their inherent tackiness.
2: If you've got an 84. But 80s... like, that's
1: definitely the tackiest interior color, right? Maroon.
2: My first card of the in maroon standards, interior. Of the
1: standards.
2: I had an 84 Accord, it was awful. <laughs> and it had like, you know, that fabric maroon interior. It was just <laughs> everything about that car was a disaster. <laughs> interior included.
1: I love it. I, I never had a first car story because so I've never driven. so sort, of, sort of sad. It's like a thing I totally missed out on. Um, all right. We've got, our, we've got our last question. I think you guys, I'm just I'm going to tell you before we because this is this is such a bad spill. But there is a happy ending, so don't. I don't want anyone to be worried. There is a happy ending. So Kai, uh, this actually was a. This came on Twitter, and there was a photo.
2: Kai tweets: "So my coconut curry leaked, and then when I went to pick up my takeaway paper bag, this happened—a glorious end to a shitty Monday." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you guys, when she says this happened. She included a photo of the passenger side seat. Cloth, absolutely, 100%. Not a leather seat. It always has to be cloth interior when shit like this happens. This thing was absolutely splattered. I mean, there was an entire takeaway container of coconut curry on this seat. The seat had been be curried. Like, it was so bad. It was- I was like... Holy shit And the worst thing is is like it to me it was like it was pretty much the Holy Grail of horrible things to spill because not only was it shrimp so it was fish you had the smell, but it was this yellow curry which looked to me like it clearly had turmeric in it and I was like no not the turmeric I was like I don't even know who to tell first if I tell Kristen Lee first because there's a food spill in a car or if I tell Jaya Saxena because she's my turmeric person like I don't even know what to do (laughs) um so the thing is is as I said there actually there was a happy ending um before I could even like respond and be like here's what you do um she was like actually i had an upholstery cleaner i got it out she sent back another photo of it all clean she was like no problem it took like five maybe ten minutes total to do it and it was fine and she sent me the the seat was totally clean she was like it doesn't she's like it maybe smells a little bit like coconut in here but like nothing that won't air out in a little bit um so I, I, I say that because, you know, obviously we talked a lot about the upholstery cleaners. And I do kind of think that, like, if you, ha- if you have a car or a couch, both of which are fairly expensive items, on or in which you are almost 100% guaranteed to spill something, it's probably worth your money to just get one of these machines. And I want to talk about something that I, I actually like, I just keep forgetting to like actually order it on Amazon, but I'm going to get, there's um there's a Bissell machine that is a handheld portable cordless upholstery cleaning machine. It's also $69, which I was like, yeah, I have to buy that. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll just tell everyone all the time it was sixty nine dollars, guys. <laughs> I'm a child. Um, that thing is called the strainer Resort. Now the thing is, is that I'm going to buy it for two reasons. One, I don't have a lot. I, I you know I live in a tiny, tiny apartment. I don't actually have a couch. Um, so I don't have a lot of upholstered furniture. I have a, a few items of upholstered furniture, but not really a lot. I also don't have a place to store even the the portable cordless one corded sorry corded ones um and i just don't really need them and i but i would they're you know because i do have some some furniture that i would like to clean um and because i live in a six-floor walk-up where i'm not all that keen to rent the rug doctor and haul it up
2: those are heavy
1: yeah um i'm not keen to haul it up six flights of stairs even i mean the the cost is great of course but like Um, The other thing that I really, really want the little portable cordless one for is I want to take it with me places and horrify people with, like, what their office chair is like. Oh, God. Yeah, right? Uh, (laughs) Wouldn't that be a fun game to play? That's (laughs) just evil. I am evil. Look at you. Look <laughs> I am at evil. You. Like, I'm so excited. You guys, like, my little, like, grubby paws are, like, you know, tenting right now. Um, yeah, so that's, so I'm going to get this thing. So the, the only, the only thing, and I'll, and I'll do like a full review once it comes and I've used it and blah, blah, blah. The only thing um, that I'm not, like, I'm not that psyched about. I did ask the Bissell people this. I asked them what the run time and charge time is. And it's a 15 minute run time and a, on a four hour charge, which, I wish it were a twenty-minute runtime. I just feel like fifteen minutes is a little short. Um, but unless I will, you're
2: just cleaning an armrest,
1: well, I mean that's the thing. For like the kinds of jobs I'm planning to do with this thing, and that you would do with this thing, fifteen minutes is probably fifteen minutes is longer than you think for sure. Huh, okay. Um, but with that said. I just, I just want to make a note of that. I just want to make a note that that was kind of one thing that I was like, "Mm." but once I get it and I use it, I will report back. Um, so that thing, as I said, is $69. I think that's a great, great price. Um, just to reiterate that the wire cutter for the, the portable corded ones, um, recommends the Bissell spot clean pro, which is $130. Um, And then I thought we would round this out. I know that we did this the last time I had the Jalops on. We did the Thanksgiving episode. Um, I know we talked a lot about this, but I I thought it would be good to, like, reiterate that when you're traveling with food, it always goes on the floor. Never put it on the seat. Because if it spills on the floor, it's easy to take a mat out and clean that. Or throw it away and get a new one. The seat... (laughs)
2: Right. And however one of the things that um that I like to do and this isn't like some like crazy wow, how did you come up with that? It's probably fairly obvious, is, you know, like many of you, we order things from Amazon and you know, the boxes kinda of pile up before they get recycled or whatever. But those are good to keep a few boxes around for transporting food. You put them in the cardboard box and then they slide into your trunk or they slide between the front and the back seats on the floor. It keeps them stable. It keeps them contained. And if there's a spill, then you've got a little bit of a layer to contain things.
1: Right. Yeah. It's, and
2: then also, you get to, instead of carrying five individual things, you're just carrying one box. Yeah. So I'm a big proponent of of keeping a couple boxes around. That's for really this. smart. So, That's yeah. That's
1: really, really smart. I like that. The other thing is, like, it is just handy to, like, have boxes around from time to time. Like, you can. Slice them up and throw them down on the floor when it's like really oh, yeah. snowy, and then like you aren't getting salt all over your mats and all that stuff. Like you know, lot, lots of good uses for rocks. Yeah, we talked about um, when we did, when we did the Thanksgiving episode, we talked about like all different ways to transport food safely. From like you know boxes and like we had we had like bungee cord rig ups and all of this kind of stuff. But really, like the one rule to always always remember, like if I can if we if we can learn a lesson from poor Kai and her and her coconut shrimp curry is like just don't put it on the seat. Even if you do nothing else, nothing 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 else, don't put food on the seats. Um, The other thing is like the I like the boxing because it should it should. Better prevent a spill from happening in the first place, which means you're not going to lose your food. Because, like, that's sad. I'm sure she was really looking forward to eating that shrimp curry.
2: Can I tell you a tragic story? It looks story?
1: delicious uh, lying there on that seat. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Grab a spoon. Yeah. Can I just tell you a tragic story? Absolutely. Okay. You can. So, <clears throat> about Thanksgiving, transporting food. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because of the food. I just it's... love turkey and I love the gravy. You love turkey? I love turkey. Oh my god. I know it's boring <laughs> but I just it's anyways. Uh we transported the 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 Thanksgiving leftovers, those precious leftovers perfectly from my in-laws' house to to our house. Got out of the car and then I have two young children was getting the kids out of the car and proceeded to just Drop the leftovers all over the garage floor. Now, for those of you who don't have a garage, the floor of the garage is not something that you want to be mixing with your food. And to see the turkey, the the (laughs) precious, moist turkey. (laughs) That truly... It was a sad oh, moment. Man. The car was clean, though, so that you know. I guess that's the upshot. <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry. I'm so sorry. I will make you feel better. I'll tell. I have my own Thanksgiving food disaster story, it. Um, and it was and it was may, maybe almost equally as painful. Um, so I, um, I'm I'm a very very good cook, but there are a few things that I do not have a touch with, and one of those things is gravy, um, and so. I a couple of years ago on Thanksgiving. I mean, I always do. I I give it the old college try every year, and it's never bad. It's just like it's just I just don't have the the touch for it, right? Um. So a couple of years ago, I was doing Thanksgiving, and I finally, for the first time in my life, got the gravy right. It oh. was. It was beautiful. It was silky. Mm. It was it had every, it had everything. I can taste it. It was I was so proud of myself. <laughs> and while I and I and I poured it into the um into the bowl and while I was carrying the bowl from the kitchen to the sideboard I tripped. <laughs> I spilled the fucking gravy all over the floor. <laughs> we didn't even get to eat it. I was like I was like no. Nah. Yes. <laughs> it was the it was the cruelest thing ever. And it instantaneously um, <laughs> becomes 3 times more delicious than it actually was. I actually I should say that that is not true that we didn't get to eat it. There there were enough enough stayed in the bowl that we had some gravy. Oh. Um I see. But it was not a lot of gravy i mean it was it wasn't like enough gravy to be like drenching the mashed potatoes and the turkey and the stuffing and then have leftover gravy for moist maker sandwiches you know what i mean like it was it was just enough for everyone to get a little taste and compliment my my gravy cooking if not carrying skill <laughs>
2: Do you do you feel like the universe was trying to tell you something in that moment?
1: I actually don't know if I've made gravy since then. Yeah, I think that might have been the last time I even tried. I was just like, oh god, damn it! <laughs> that's
2: oh, that's awful. But it's
1: really sad. I
2: do, I do have these moments where like, I make, I we roast chickens regularly and I make our like homemade chicken stock mm-hmm. regularly. I do that often, and I'm just like, oh, precious, precious stock. And then as I'm like carrying the stock out to the freezer i'm just like i'm totally gonna drop these and, you know like all over and it's never happened but i know it's just a matter of time yeah you
1: just like no eventually. and i'm just
2: gonna be like sweet five hours like this <laughs> yeah. fucking all over <laughs> the floor you know
1: i actually it's funny i um i haven't roasted a chicken in ages and i've i've been threatening to um because i have a bag of scraps in my freezer and i was like i gotta roast the chicken so i can have the carcass to make the stock yeah. and then i realized there were like two problems that i one waited until i waited too long and now the weather is way too hot to roast oh a chicken. no yeah um and two i was way overdue to clean my oven which i just did and i have like a very strict rule that like within like Three months of cleaning the oven. I will not roast a chicken because roasting chicken is what makes me need to clean my oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think we have to wait till fall for uh for stock. But yeah, I do I do the same thing.
2: It's the first sign of fall, actually, is when you when you pop that chicken in the oven. That's right you know
1: that's true actually that is, is a is. good like harbinger of, of fall yeah What's to come yes exactly yeah, indeed um all right you guys will listen this has been great David thank you so much for being here thank you for making tempest oh my God. Jalopnik's very first podcast it's wonderful you guys please, please 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 go listen to it um it's just it is just a delight it really is thank you um and I and I'm excited for for more because I I know that there will be because it was so good
2: thank you and <clears throat> I'm so thrilled to be here thank you so much yeah
1: this is great um, Um, All right, you guys, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast.